So today I wanted to talk about the process of becoming who you're supposed to be and the art of accepting where you're at. So if you look back and if I begin with the past, a lot of times there are things that happen in our lives where we feel like we went through something that was hard, something we didn't want to happen, when things didn't go according to plan, and we haven't figured out necessarily why that needed to happen. It seems like a useless event or a waste of our time, or we went through a phase where we felt that the things that we spent time and energy doing at that point didn't really contribute to where we are right now, and it wasn't necessary to get us to where we are. But the truth of the matter is that your past got you here. It got you up to this point. And everything that happens to you in some way teaches you and ends up building you into who you'll need to be in the future. So if I look at my jobs, jobs I've had from the very beginning of, you know, college days up until this point, the different things that I've done, and I've had all sorts of odd jobs that are unrelated to each other from doing retail to working in an office in a furniture store I worked in the student services at a university. I worked as a graphic designer. I did internships. I had lots of jobs that don't seem to follow a particular career path. I I didn't follow a professional path where I studied something and then worked as that in the straightforward kind of way. Even in, in school, you know, I studied biology But I always took classes for, you know, the creative stuff for art and video and audio editing and things like that as my electives for fun. And um, then when I went to do a master's degree, I did a master's degree in business. So it wasn't, it doesn't form anything. So if somebody asks you, what are you? I don't have a name (laughs) for the job or for the, the final product that I should be able to say that I've done spending this time and energy doing these jobs or or studying. And the thing is that even though at the time it just seemed like I was just doing something, I was doing the best with what I could at that time. And now where I am now, I find that all of those different roles contributed to me becoming where I am right now in some small way. I learned some skill, I learned um, something about communicating, something about interacting with people, something about customer service. There's a ton of tiny little experiences that all accumulate in the person that I am today, even though at the time it just felt like I was moving from one thing to another and they weren't necessarily connected in any kind of meaningful way. So while... There's the part of being able to look back and see how the dots connect. And we talked about that um, in a different episode. You can look back and see how something can make sense. But when you're in the middle of it, when it's happening right now, it just seems like you're not sure what you're doing here. You don't necessarily want to be here right now. And sometimes you can feel stuck. And I wanted to highlight that it adds up to something in the end, even if it doesn't make sense right now. That's looking back into the past, but also looking forward into the future. A lot of times the fact that what's going to come 
is unknown. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty. We may take the steps to achieve something. We may lay out a plan and think, okay, this is where I want to go in this number of years or in this amount of time, but that's not really in our hands. We don't know that that's going to happen. Any number of things could happen between now and then that could interrupt, disrupt, throw off, or completely change the plan at any point in time. So there's a lot of it that isn't in our hands. And having that fear that we don't know how things are going to work out can absolutely drive you crazy. And this is where um, having trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes into play. Because he knows, he actually sees the path ahead. He knows where this is going. He has a plan that overrides all of our plans. And if we know who he is through his names and attributes, if we know who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, that he does have this full knowledge, that he does love us, that everything that he does for us is good. If we know that about him, it makes it easier, makes it a little bit easier to be able to move forward when we're essentially walking in the dark. Now, part of the process of going from where we were to where we want to go means that we have to be able to accept what happened to us in the past. And there's a lot of talk about forgiveness. And me personally, I, I struggle with the idea of forgiveness outright, like up front, straight up, because I think that forgiveness is something that you have to reach. You have to be able within yourself to get to a point where you feel like you're ready to do that. Your moral sense and wanting to be a good person may compel you to want to say, okay, you know what, fine, I forgive this thing or I forgive you know, this person um, or I forgive myself. You may want, you just want to say it because you think that that would be a good thing or the right thing to do. But are you honestly, sincerely at a stage where you're ready to do that? Because forgiveness is not a one-off. It's not a one-off thing. Because I can say I forgive someone and then they could do something that's related to the thing that I'd forgiven them for. And then I'm thinking, okay, they never really got it. And here they are still doing the same thing and get frustrated and worked up and feel that resentment and anger and hurt all over again. So forgiveness is an ongoing process. It means that I'm going to have to make the decision to let something go over and over again. And if I'm really genuinely, truly not there within myself, if I haven't reached that point sincerely, then I'm going to struggle. And this is tangled up with judgment because I'm judging myself that, you know, Sumaya, you should be the better person. You should be more mature. You should be more spiritual. So how come you're not able to forgive? What's the matter with you? You know, so it's kind of like, I'm judging myself for not being there yet, but I'm just not there yet. That's it. That's the truth. So accept that this is where I'm at right now and that's okay. Eventually in the future, maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help me and I'll get to a point where my heart feels different. But at this stage, this is where I'm at. And just let it be that. Just let it be. Every point in time that I've passed, every season, every chapter... It served a purpose, you know, and acceptance for me means that I acknowledge that at that point in time, the version of me who existed then was doing the best she could with what she had. 
I don't have to judge her and say, oh gosh, I wish she had figured it out. Or, oh, well, if she had, you know, if she had understood it this way, or if she had seen it this way at that point, it would have saved me so much trouble. But she wasn't there and she didn't see that and she didn't get that. She was where she was. And that's totally okay. To accept that part of me then and be kind, you know, I was acting on the best that I knew at that time and now I'm here and now I know differently and now I see differently and now things mean something else to me. So to be my best self now, I have to act on the best of what I know right now. That's when I look at myself. That's me having compassion for myself. Then extending that to other people. Because a lot of the hardest things to get past are things that people have done to you. Because there are difficult things that happen to us that are completely out of our control. That's no one's fault necessarily. It could be an illness. It could be anything that happens. Any of those things that occur, I can't blame someone directly. This is just fate. This is just somebody got sick. Somebody passed away. I, it's natural causes. It's, it's not someone's decision and will and action, not a human being anyway, that you can point at and be mad at. But other times there are things that happen when a person does something to you that hurts you or that is a betrayal or that causes pain or that inflicts harm or something that you weren't expecting, something you didn't anticipate, that's when it's doubly hard to forgive. That's when it's extra hard to be able to overlook what that person has done because there's so many questions. Why didn't they think about what this would do? Why would they do something like that? Why would they do something like that to me in particular? All of these questions come up. And it makes it even harder to be able to overlook and forgive them for something that they did. But extending the compassion. So just like I was willing to accept that at that point in time, I was doing the best I could with what I had. Extending that to other people. That seems closer to me to the idea of acceptance and forgiveness. To look at them and say that they were doing the best they could in their own you know, messed up kind of way in their own dealing with their own damage and their own breaks and their own, you know, issues that they have. That was the most they could give me at that time. That was the best decision they could make for them. And it's entirely about them. They would be unable to meet me where I was at because they just, they just weren't there. It was, it was never really about me. It was always about them and where they were at. And what happens a lot of times is I end up taking on their energy. I end up taking on their issues and making it about me. So why did I deserve that? Why did they need to do that? Or why did they feel that they should treat me in that way? It wasn't about that. It was never about that. It was always about them giving all that they had. They can only give me what they've got. And if that's what they decided to give me at that time, then that's on them. I don't have to make it about me. I don't have to take it on. I have my own work to do. And it's my job to just focus on doing it. But that being said, you know, when you look back, there are also good times. There are, there are great memories. There are wonderful times that you earned, that I earned. And accepting the past as it was, as it happened, 
includes being able to accept and celebrate the awesome times and achievements and things that came along and also accept that the hard parts were meant to be and in some way shape me and they were the best that that person had to offer at that time. I'm going to take the lessons from what I learned and that's it and decide that inshallah ta'ala in the future I'm going to do my best to decide differently and I Accept and acknowledge that the things that are out of my control are under Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's control. And that where I am right now, so for the people now fast forward to the future who are in a, in a tough place as we speak right now, to trust as much as they can that this difficulty, this chapter, this season is getting us where we need to go. This is the road. This is the path. This is the exercise in trust. I'm, I have to hold on through this. And once I get out the other side, I'm going to be able to look back at this and connect the dots. But I just have to hold on and trust that this dark road is going to take me where I need to go. I just wanted to say a side note um, for anyone who's listening who might be really in the throes of a difficulty where there's a lot of pain, where there's a lot of rage that's still present, I suggest, and this is my humble suggestion and something that worked for me, that you speak to someone, speak to a counselor, a therapist, reach out to someone to help you work through what you're going through. You don't have to face it alone. There's nothing wrong with you and it's no kind of shame. Reach out to someone, talk to someone who you trust, friends, advisors, people who love you and who want the best for you. Reach out to them and have them help you work through the process. Because being stuck in a dark phase longer than you need to is really not good for you. That being said, obviously you need time to grieve, to feel things, to move through them. It's uh, tempting to want to rush and say, I just want to get through this part. I don't want to sit here feeling miserable. I just want to move on and start doing things. That's not really how it works. You have to feel, you have to process what you're going through or else it's just going to keep coming back. It keeps going around in a circle and comes back. And a lot of times when it comes back and you haven't dealt with it, it comes back more intense and gives you a run for your money. So try to handle it as it comes and let it pass and process it. You don't want to move in there, but you want to allow it to go through you, through journaling, through counseling, through talking, whatever it is that you need to do to handle it in a healthy way so that you can take the lessons benefit, feel it, gain the experience, and keep moving forward. Just a final point in closing um, about self-love and self-compassion. You know, self-love is something that is kind of um, in style right now. It's the word is something that we're hearing everywhere. And I just wanted to add to it the importance of self-compassion because this element of judgment, this element of criticism and bashing yourself gets us stuck. It gets us stuck. If I'm beating myself up internally, I'm going to have a really hard time moving forward and being positive about it. Loving myself is also being kind. Being kind to myself that I made a mistake and that I have, I'm alive so I have the chance to do better in the future. Forgiving myself for what happened before and saying that's all right, you know, I love you. I know that you tried your best and I will work with you in the future to make sure that something like that doesn't happen again. 
you know, not on my watch. Self-love and being kind to yourself is also getting rid of negative, low-vibe, toxic nonsense in your life. If you're allowing that kind of treatment, behavior, language from yourself or from anyone else, if you're allowing that into you, you're allowing that to happen to you and you're not doing anything about removing it or distancing yourself to that or standing up for yourself, then you're really just allowing yourself to take on that, that toxic energy. And there's no number of shopping sprees or warm baths or creams that'll make you feel any better about where you're at. So doing the work to control the type of energy that you surround yourself with what you consume, what you expose yourself to, and obviously the way that you talk to yourself and the way you feel and think about yourself, all of these things need a lot of ongoing focused work to get right. But acknowledging that they're there, having the awareness that that's an issue and it's something that needs to be looked at and worked on is important because that's the beginning of getting you there. So there's a lot to explore and unpack, but definitely a lot of food for thought. And I just wanted to share that with you guys so that's all for today's episode Jazakumullah khairan for listening Alhamdulillah mean I launched a Patreon page where I am giving people the opportunity to become members with my work recite and reflect and to contribute a monthly membership to help me do my work so that I can focus on putting my best stuff out there and not have to worry about marketing it and chasing after people to get them to buy or sign up for something else or another, but I have a consistent, steady flow of support so that I can focus on making my best work. I'd love if you check it out and consider becoming a member. You can go to patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Qur'an journal, Q-U-R-A-N J-O-U-R-N-A-L as one word, patreon.com forward slash Qur'an journal. Jazakumullah khairan for listening, guys, and I look forward to sharing more. Yalla, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.